Hello, and uh, welcome back to the Nerdcast Podcast. We are, well, strangely back after a week. Like, we usually have, like, a two-week break between, you know, movies. But this summer is crazy. Like, literally this summer so far, we've had, like, Avengers. We've had Deadpool. And now we get a new Star Wars movie now. That just sounds really weird for me to say that. Like, the Star Wars movie in May, are you wrong? Is this... Are we from the future? Or something like that? No, we've actually got a Star Wars movie in May. A film that... It's kind of been, well, a mixed reception in terms of the production. Like, this movie has been in and out of the production houses, and it's finally here. Um, Han Solo, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Now, it's kind of weird, because the last Star Wars Story movie came out uh, with Rogue One, and it actually surprised a lot of people, but it does seem that this movie is probably on the same level of quality, but I don't think it has the level of importance in the Star Wars like canon. Because we know Han Solo, we really don't want to know much about him, to be quite honest. Like, he is his character is meant to be a character that we don't know much about. But, hey, we're here. Um, we're getting a Solo movie. Um, it came out literally on Friday, so it's been out for a day now. So we're doing a spoiler cast, I'm just going to say that. We will be talking about other stuff, but let's go straight into it. So Ron Howard is directing Solo, A Star Wars Story. Now, this is really weird, because he wasn't the original director. It was going to be... Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the guys that did 21 Jump Street and um, Lego Movie. So those guys have a very signature charm to them. Like, they love a good comedy. And I believe that they wanted to make it more of a Guardians of the Galaxy style movie. Um, But obviously this didn't happen down, down the line. They got replaced with Ron Howard. But this is a movie that has been plagued with difficulties. Like, there's been rumors about, you know, the lead actor, Aiden... Elden Reich, I'm not going to pronounce his name right, I'm going to call him Elden, Elden, the guy that, I think he was in another movie. Alden, I think Alden Ehrenreich. Elden Ehrenreich, because I'm going to call him Elden yeah. Ehrenreich, okay, if I butcher his name, I'm sorry, just a weird name. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was I'm in pro- probably movie. butchering his name too. Yeah, yeah, he was in the movie Hell Caesar, which surprised me, like, I actually really liked him in that movie, yeah. but there was rumours that he was really bad at acting, um, you know, he couldn't, you know, fill in the shoes of Han Solo, but all of that stuff is, you know away from us now we have the movie so we're going to be critiquing the movie and talking about what we thought about it and you know geeking out about solo so i went into this movie with low expectations now i am a massive star wars yeah. fan so it's weird for me to go into a star wars movie with low expectations but i believe like now especially with these star yeah. wars story movies we kind of have to go in with these like you know different opinions or different you know because these movies aren't the mainline movies so i think i kind of have more a relaxed tone and going to see these films and I went and, and I was actually certainly surprised at like how good the movie actually was now it's bear in mind this is not an amazing movie I don't think this is on that level of like you know The Last Jedi or you know Force Awakens but I feel like this was a fun movie in the Star Wars canon um, it doesn't take many risks which is I think the major issue of this movie um, I, I think yeah. if this movie took a lot more risks it would have been a more interesting film but it just feels very much by the numbers but i'm really happy that it at least came out decent that ron howard was able to like bring everything together and make it kind of work on screen you know um the the whole thing about the han solo actor was just kind of false because he's probably the best bit of this movie like i don't know what your opinion on it michael was like in terms of the quality of the film like i know that you weren't really keen on it like i was but you probably can see that, you know, it's better, it's yeah. better than what it could have been. Yeah, I probably would say, like, it's not, it's mediocre, yeah, I'd say. It wasn't, like, like well. bad, but it wasn't, like, 
the greatest or anything, but I kind of judge this movie off three three types of things that I saw: relationships, characters, and action. Well, action is really great in this movie. Obviously, you have a lot. I just feel like I mean the opening action scene of them on Corella. Uh, I felt like that was kind of a turning point of where Chris Miller and Phil Lord were going with this movie, and then where Ron Howard Ron Howard was taking over. Um, just that ro- giant robot worm thing, and then. The whole thing. Yeah, and that bit was so dark. Like, a rock I was gonna with, say as well. This yeah, movie's dark just as hell. Like, from the beginning. Hard to see stuff too. It's really dark. Yeah, so. Um, I don't know. It is, they played it as like they were thieves or whatever, and then they were, you know, escaping mm-hmm. from stuff. But the. I mean, the action was really cool to see. The two things that I kind of think that suffered in this movie were characters and relationships. The characters. Well, let's start with relationships. Relationships, they obviously just open up that, like, Amelia Clark's character and mm-hmm. Kira and Han Solo, they go way back. So, um, and then they jump to three years, and they have her working with Paul Bettany's character, and I believe Paul Bettany was a character that wasn't intentionally in this movie. They were, I believe, cutting him, like, they added him in at the last minute, I believe. So, um, but I feel like the relationship just kind of felt like a love triangle between Han Solo and Paul Bettany and her. And she, she, I didn't know if she was like loyal to Paul Bettany or because they were making out in a closet on, you know, the Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon. So I don't know how that was going to mm-hmm. work. Um, and then characters wise, I mean, it's kind of all over. Like, I think Han Solo is a really good character. I don't think that all, I think all the Arag did great with what he was given. But I think that Han Solo, I think I see more Harrison Ford yeah, I as guess Han Solo than I do for all me, the Arag, like, right? I can see um, where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, for me personally, like, this movie did rush a lot of the characters. Like, there's a bit in the movie where you're like, they bring yeah. an emotional element, especially at the beginning, like when Kiara and Han Solo were trying to run away from the Imperial army or whatever yeah. it, it kind of felt forced at that point like on, on Corella or the bit where she's like he's like re- it was yeah. kind of emotional don't get me wrong like at that bit it was an emotional moment but I think it was kind of unearned and it was a bit too fast when it happens like I think yeah, uh, especially because we don't like know much about Kiara like as a character and in this movie she's kind yeah. of a horrible character if you think about her character she's kind of not a really nice person in this film like from a person from a personality strength no. but what she does in the movie, she kind of comes across as, and especially what happens at the end of the movie, where she like kind of, you know, she's hinted at that she's working with Darth yeah, Maul. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously the big twist, but um, I just, I don't know, her character wasn't. Yeah, well, very I think well, I feel like. probably what it is as well is something to do with Amelia Clark. Like, she is not really an amazing actress when it comes to doing these big movies. Like, I think maybe because she's new to TV, she doesn't really come across as that powerful actress that you would see like from the original. Like the new movies, anyway, Force Awakens, like Daisy Ridley was, she kind of doesn't have that, yeah. you know, I don't know what it is. She doesn't have that epicness or that. She basically doesn't have the chops to do it. And I think that's one of the reasons why Kiara comes across as kind of a more generic character. But I did like, I feel like they are building towards her, hopefully in the future movies, and we'll be, be able to see her a bit more. She was a cool character. Like, I love seeing new characters mm-hmm. in Star Wars, you know, canon, but she did come across sometimes as a yeah. forced, like, role. Um,. I think the best bit of this movie yeah. that I think a lot of people are underrating is the Chewbacca and Han. Like, they are really good together. Like, they're probably yeah, yeah. still the whole movie. They have a lovely connection. And we never really see them, like, yeah. together for long amounts of times in the original movies, like the original trilogy and even the newer movies. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to have a movie solely around their, like, reactions and their interactions together, which is really cool. 
Yeah. And uh, even the supporting cast, like some of the new actors that they brought into the universe, like Woody Harrelson as Tobias, he's really good as well. Like I like this yeah. character. I think um, if anything, this movie does a lot in probably expanding the you know Star Wars universe outside of the you know Jedi. It's more about the you know gangsters and stuff like that, the criminal syndicates, which I thought was really cool. Um, those are stuff that I really think Star mm-hmm. Wars do a really good job at bringing into this movie. Um, but altogether, yeah, I think this movie does yeah. feel not as good, and the story doesn't really have those kind of iconic beats. But I did love the interaction between Chewbacca and Han. Like, I don't know what your opinion on it, Michael, was like in terms of that relationship. Yeah, definitely. I feel like his. I feel like they were the strong parts as well as Lando. So I feel like they did a lot of cool things with, like, just the meeting up with Han and Chewie in the beginning when they were in that mud area. And just, I mean, they were in that cage and that was just, they were having a fight into Chewie, you know, trust mm-hmm. this guy or, you know, not. And that was really yeah, cool like to I see think, Lando. Yeah, I mean, was really like Rando, cool Rando's um, good. I yeah. think he's really good. Like, Donald Glover does a really good job. But I feel like he doesn't do much in this movie. Yeah. They don't really give him much to do. I don't know if it's just right. me. Like, I love the connection between him and Han, like, especially at the dice game when they were doing, like, all that gambling stuff. That yeah. was really cool. But other than that, he doesn't really do much. Like, he kind of has this a really annoying yeah. um, a character that I really hate in this movie was the android um, L3, L3 she was just irritating like I like the idea yeah. of her I think she kind of comes across as like someone yeah. like like um, what's that character name in the original in the prequels he kind of reminds me of that character that everyone hated um, it was, it was Jar 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 I don't know why she reminds me of it maybe it was just the non-stop comedy I mean, I feel like she she was a little bit better. I mean, anything I feel like is better than what we saw mm-hmm. with Jar Jar Banks, but I just feel like she was... Pro- I mean, it kind of was her fault at the end when she died, and they kind of made a big deal about that, but, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, if... I mean, they... I don't know. Yeah, because... It didn't feel like very Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it kind of felt rushed, so and... I don't know. I don't know. It's something about her, like, how she talks nonstop, which is really annoying, like, she doesn't stop talking. And I think, yeah. I understand what they were going for, yeah. but it, some of the jokes just came across a bit cringy at points. Like, I remember in the cinema, people were laughing, yeah. but I was just like, yeah, is that really funny? Like, it's just the Android did stupid stuff. Well, robot, I should say. Um, Android, I'm playing too much of uh, that game, what's it called? Detroit Become Human, so that's why I keep saying Android. But yeah, uh, the robot of uh, L3 uh, um, really did remind me a lot of those kind of annoying characters, but she wasn't in it much anyway, so yeah. I don't think it's really that bad. True. But like Lando, I really liked, but I feel like Donald Glover could have given been given more to do because like he's such a good actor, and I feel like yeah. maybe they are gonna be like bringing him back for another solo or another you know Star Wars story um, in the future. That'd be really cool because yeah. I think he deserves it as an actor. Um, there was stuff that mm-hmm. I do think is the issue of this movie, and I think is one of them is the rebel is the like rebellious characters the rebels you could say this people that are like yeah basically hand um, um hand solos people they do sometimes feel like they force the relationship between tobias and all the other characters like it kind of feels like it happens within like yeah. a space of a few hours and they're best friends it's really weird um we're not gonna mm-hmm. we, well we could talk about a little twist at the end of the at the end of this bit we talk about but yeah i felt like if anything i didn't really buy the whole team um gimmick in this movie that they're a team and they're trying to you know Basically, I felt like his, I feel like Woody Harrelson's character is kind of like predictable in a way. Yeah, yeah I guess you could like, say, but I, I think felt, if you think about how this movie was yeah. made and how it actually turned out, 
I think they did a better job than I thought they would have done. I thought this was going to be a complete disaster when I first went in, but you know, going into it now and thinking about it, I think they did a decent job. Um, there's a lot of homages though to a lot of original characters from the yeah. uh, Star Wars Legends, which is weird. There's like a, a different. I think it's like a. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that you never see they talk about in the movies, but there's like a lot of the Star mm-hmm. Wars. I think there's like they reference a lot of the. Um, what are the characters name? But there was a character that they referenced from the original animated shows as well, which was weird. Um, so like, and, oh, yeah, and it even it even follows up like the whole Darth Maul thing because obviously this movie does take place after um, Episode One, I believe. So it's, I think it's after or before. I think it's yeah. after. I think it's during the same time actually. Uh, there's a bit where Darth Maul yeah. comes out, and I think they actually followed up the Clone Wars show and made him you know, appear again, which is cool because I didn't think they would ever do that in a movie. But obviously that felt mm-hmm. as well like a you know, a build up towards another Star Wars movie, which I'm thinking probably could be um that guy's name, Obi Wan. Maybe an Obi Wan movie. I'm thinking like him yeah. versus Obi Wan for the final battle. That would be awesome. Like I'll I'll pay a lot of money for that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like that was really cool. Yeah. Um but in terms of spoilers, I think this movie's so predictable. There isn't much we could talk about in terms yeah. of spoilers, like that's not gonna be you know, you see coming a mile off, like the whole thing about Tobias basically jumping on, you know, taking over the thing, trying to get his own money, um, fighting off against right. Han. Like, that bit just kind of felt like it came out of nowhere, left field, and it was just pointless. It didn't really add anything to the story. It kind of makes the whole connection between him yeah. and Solo kind of feel a bit pointless in a way. Like, the whole friendship in the beginning, like, he was like, oh, don't trust anybody. But in the end, he was the guy that they shouldn't have trusted. It kind of feels like a uh, weird... Right. I just don't know. It just felt weird that bit. Um, but, yeah. like, I really feel like this movie is a film that if you have low expectations, go into it. You're probably going to enjoy it. Don't think about this movie like the, you know, original movies. This is kind of a filler until, you know, the big Star Wars movie next year. That it feels yeah. like. Um, there is yeah. some stuff that I really like. Like, I did like the whole idea of um, Kiara. I think her idea is really cool like, as a character, but... I feel like they kind of forced her into it and they just rushed through her, you know, bad turn or whatever. Um, and even the villain, like, I'm, I'm, Paul Bettany is a really good actor. Don't get me wrong, like, I love him. But I feel yeah. like he's wasted this movie again. Like, he just talks very English. Yeah. And he does, like, this whole gangster thing you've seen a million times. Like, he's like a crime lord. Mm. It's kind of weird because I think Michael K. Williams was going to play the character originally. And they actually took him out. Yeah. I think he's going to be a CGI character as well. So it's going to be like a. They said they, I think they described him as like a half mountain lion, lion and half human. But for some reason, they sadly just couldn't get the motion capture together. So it kind of shows in um, Draven's yeah. voice. Like, yeah. it kind of feels like a character that was added last minute to me. Um, now, I really feel like if they ever make a sequel to this, I would love them to expand upon maybe some of this crime stuff. But I think that was the best stuff about it. Like, even if they don't make a direct sequel with yeah. Han Solo in it, maybe just go from Lando's perspective. Maybe show him know doing whatever he wanted to do like i feel like if this movie was a lando movie it probably would have been a bit better like i feel like they could yeah. you could have um allowed them to get you know into the whole crime stuff and his character but i think lando's always been one of my favorite characters from the original movies but we never really get to see him much after return of the jedi like i hope that this builds up a lot of yeah. traction for them to bring lando back for even maybe the next star wars movie the mainline movie that'd be awesome like if the actor really wanted to come back um biddy thing Williams if he wants to, Billy K I think what's his name Billy Billy Williams or something like that Billy yeah Billy D Williams it'd be cool if he could come back for the next mm-hmm. movie but 
I don't know if he's busy. He's kind of old. I think he's older than the guy that played Han, so he's quite old. The guy that played Han. Harrison yeah. Ford. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The original Han. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it would be yeah. cool if they could maybe bring that character, because I really liked him in this film. Um, but, yeah, I don't think we could add much on this film. It's weird. It's like a weird film. Like, I don't know what's your opinion, Michael. Like, are yeah. you excited for the rest of the Star Wars story movies? Because uh, we got a big announcement that we're going to talk about uh, next. But I'm just kind of in the thing where I'm like, I just kind of don't care anymore. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this movie was a waste. I feel like, like, don't get me wrong, I would, like, I wasn't planning for a big solo movie, but I feel like they could have done something interesting, like, told. Because th- this movie plays it really safe. Like, it pretty much tells you mm-hmm. stuff we already well, know about Han I don't so, know, like, if. Like, I mean, I'm just trying to think about I it. Like, like, but if the Last Jedi didn't come out, maybe this movie would have been a bit more forgiving because the Last Jedi is a very heavy movie in yeah. Star Wars canon. It switches a lot of stuff up. But I think Solo didn't need to have that. The only issue with Solo, I think, it needed was like some sort of stylistic vision, and I think that's what Phil Lord and Chris mm-hmm. Miller were gonna do. They were gonna bring like a more Guardians of the Galaxy style. And I think that would have worked a lot better for this story because the story itself yeah. doesn't really, you know, work. In terms of like, it kind of rushes. Yeah, it just doesn't stuff. feel like a actual story. It just kind of feels like a combination of a lot of action scenes that are really cool to see, but it doesn't seem like they clearly have an idea of where they wanted this. Like, I feel like Phil Lord and Chris Miller had some sort of idea, and then obviously Ron Howard taking over. You kind of could feel that mm-hmm. in the movie. But I think um, Ron Howard did a good job for what so, movie. I mean, like, he did a good job yeah, of something for what that could have given. Been, I feel like you know, a disaster. Yeah. He did a really good job at making it yeah. feel decent. Like I think this is a movie that I'm probably gonna be putting. Like I've, I've made a list of my Star Wars movies and so I rank this, but I will probably put this below Rogue One. Like I really like Rogue One, but I feel like this movie just wasn't yeah. on the level of that. Because well, I guess the issue yeah. with both Star Wars story movies is that because we know these characters don't survive after a while. Like we know that Han Solo dies in the Force Awakens. We know that. Um, yeah. The Empire kills those guys in uh, what's it called Rogue One. So it kind of feels like this movie's, mm-hmm. if you think about it from a plot perspective, feel pointless. But they actually, yeah. I think they actually are enough to add something to the Star Wars. You know, they don't add much, but it's cool to see like Star yeah. Wars continue without the mainline movie. But I feel like this is one of these things where if they ever make some more of these films, they should do characters that we don't know much of. Like Han Solo, he's a right. character that's kind of. You know, everyone knows him in the Star Wars universe. He's an iconic character. And I thought that making a movie out of him was a bad idea because he doesn't really have enough yeah. backstory to, you know, warrant a movie. If you think about it, he doesn't really do much. All he does is go to, like, yeah. uh, school and he, like, learns, goes to the Empire, joins the Empire, and then he becomes a pilot. That's it. Yeah. He doesn't have any, like, physical yeah. moments that you actually are interested in that you could build up. And I feel like yeah. they just kind of went into the Star Wars Legends canon and just made a movie that didn't need to be made or was made too early like Mm-mm. it just maybe came in like 20 years yeah. in the future maybe it would have had a better reception because by then people would have been you know still interested to see what Han Solo would be like he's been away for so long making yeah. a movie but yeah I think this movie go and watch it guys it's okay like I think if you watch it as a matinee or you watch it when it gets a bit cheaper in the cinema then I think you're going to have a good time like go yeah. into it with low expectations I've seen it three times, but yeah. that's only because I'm a massive Star Wars fan, and I had to do it for the podcast. But like, I think this movie yeah. doesn't have the 
spice that it needed. Like I gave it a three out of ten, three out of five on the Comic Con website because I think that's what it is. It's a three out of five movie for me. Like, what's your closing thoughts on it, Michael? Like, what would you rate it? Like in terms of a Star Wars movie? Yeah, overall, I think this is probably the weakest and probably not the like yeah probably the weakest of the Star Wars franchise. And in terms of like solo, like in top in terms of like um not like episodic films but it's mm-hmm. kind of like rogue one and solo i feel like it's below yeah i don't think it's like for me don't get me wrong this film is not prequel levels bad like it's not on that level i don't think it's on that level right. of like what the hell is going on you don't know what's going on but i feel like this for me is probably yeah i would say below rogue one but it wasn't a disaster it was you know good for what it actually was and all of the complaints around it so i feel like yeah i think wherever they go forward i'm interested to see like another Star Wars story maybe maybe with some other interesting character. Yeah, I probably would give it a two out of five, three out of ten, like you. I mean it's mediocre, it's okay, but um, you know, it's not a movie I'm gonna yeah. remember in a long like in years, so and, but, I, but I don't think yeah, it has I feel to be like, I feel like it's okay. This is just a movie that's not a filler gap. It's okay. It's just a yeah, fun, fun movie fun. that's it's fun movie mm-hmm. at the cinema, so Yeah, okay. So I guess we're gonna move on to some more Star Wars news, and this one kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I was literally, um, yesterday just finding topics for the podcast, and I came across this one. Um, so James Mangold, the guy that did Logan, the Logan director, apparently will be joining the Star Wars universe. He's going to be developing a Boba Fett movie. Now, this is really surprising, because Boba Fett was meant to happen years ago, um, I think with the Fantastic Four director, mm-hmm. but it just didn't it fall through. So, kind of feels weird that they are bringing back another character like this does feel like a Han Solo moment where it's like why Boba Fett like I love him as a character he's really cool but I think this one works a bit better because we don't know much about Boba Fett so I think a movie about this guy could actually make a lot of sense like because we don't know much about his character more than like Han Solo like Han Solo we know his idea identity but if this movie is getting the James Mangold to direct it I think it could be a blast like I could see them even doing a thing where the whole Boba Fett thing is a line through history. Maybe there's different Boba Fetts. There were, like, different actors played him. Not actors, but different people played him um, in the galaxy. That would be a cool way to go into it. Like, I think, maybe even a rated R movie. I know this is weird. A Star Wars rated R with James Mangold. I would, like, definitely yeah. pick it up. They had a Boba Fett movie, which was, like, you know, more rated R. But I don't know what your opinion on this, Micah, is. Do you feel like this is just another one where they're trying to make a, you know... What do you think about it? Like, I feel like the director tried to school, but does it feel necessary? I don't think so. Um, for me, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I don't think it's necessary. Like, I like, like, I feel like it's another cash grab by Lucasfilm, but I think that if it's James Mangold, that he could bring something interesting and unique to it, because that's what he did with, obviously, the Wolverine franchise. Like, I wasn't invested in that franchise, but then, he, like, Logan came out, and it's, like, one of the best movies of that franchise, so I feel like... Boba Fett could be something interesting because I think he has more uh, to bring to a movie other than Han Solo did. Um, just you know, trying to become a pilot in that in this movie. Then I mean, this one he could, you know, it, it could be a lot more interesting. Yeah, of, like of background. I feel I like think so. What they could do though, because I think this would work a lot better. Would be more probably more darker adult film movie. I feel like Boba Fett would work more for that. Like. Maybe even going to the darker side of the MCU. The MCU. Of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. The MCU is stuck in my head. But yeah, 
I think it's cool to see yeah. him like yeah. probably bring out a really cool character, um, which a lot of people love the look of, but we don't know much about. And I think this would work a lot more than Han Solo because we don't know anything about Boba Fett. All we know is that he looks really cool. So I feel like if anything, a sequel yeah. or, or a prequel or whatever it's going to be would be interesting. Even maybe do like a whole. Because, like, you could do... Because I know in the prequels, they did the whole clone thing with the... Um, I think it's Boba Fett's family, I believe. I can't remember. I think it was, like... He had, like, a clone or something. I remember those clones of him. They were, like, different um, people in the prequel era. So maybe it could be like that. Maybe a training ground for different people. Like, it doesn't have to basically be about Boba Fett himself. It could be about other characters. Yeah, it could be kind of interesting just kind of working on that bounty. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I think a bounty film, working... like... A bit people. dark would be yeah. cool. Like, I'll love a Star Wars movie that's kind of went into the more you know, areas that we didn't really see in original movies, but they could expand upon. But yeah. yeah, it feels like Star Wars is at this point where they kind of are just go winging it. It's similar to DC, they kind of yeah. are just winging it, especially outside of the mainline movies. Like, I do believe that we've got like another trilogy coming, yeah. and I think another trilogy after that. So, we've got a lot of movies for Star Wars going on, and I think whatever, if this yeah. comes out, it comes out. But it kind of shows stuff because I think, yeah. if anything, the Star Wars story movies could just be more interesting than just doing these things. Like, I think new characters would have been interesting for the Star Wars story movie, something new. Like, it's in the title, Star Wars yeah. story. It could be anything. So, I really feel like they are just yeah. kind of trying their luck with these films. Okay, so I guess we could move on yeah, to something definitely. that came out of nowhere, and it just kind of surprised me. And it's something to do with Homecoming 2. Now... Apparently, according to sources at Deadline, we might be getting Jake Gyllenhaal in a weird role for a Spider-Man. Apparently, he is in the talk is in talks to play Mysterio in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Now, sequel. Anyway, this is weird. Now, I know there was rumblings going around about him joining in and replacing Ben Affleck in as the Batman. I think we did a episode talking about it actually. Um, so I don't know, Mike. What's your opinion on this? Like. Mysterio, like I love the character, but I just don't see it. But maybe I'm just not seeing anything. But I think Jake is a good actor, but I don't know what your opinion on it is. Uh, I actually am opposite. I think that it could actually work for Jake Gyllenhaal, especially his like real life Hollywood story. And like if you know Mysterio's backstory of him being like a special effects wizard in Hollywood and just you know working in that kind of troubles area, it's like I feel like it kind of be kind of interesting parallel size for both of his like real life store and here um and mysterio is a really great villain and i'm i'm pretty sure that they're having whispers of them bringing back vulture as well so mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure they're gonna like finish setting up sinister six and do the mcu version mm-hmm. of that which i feel like would be interesting to see because i mean i've always wanted to see the kind of a sinister six kind of a movie because they they tried to do it in the previous iterations, but they obviously failed. Mm-hmm. So I feel like MCU they can yeah, do it. So I'm, like, I'm excited for Mysterio to come back. But yeah, I think if we'll anything, see. this Mysterio is probably not going to be like the Mysterio in the comics. Like he's not going to have the stupid like fish tank okay. and anything like that on his head. I feel like this is going to probably yeah. I don't be, see the fishbowl coming on. There. I think this is probably going to be their own take on the character. Maybe they're even going to change his backstory. Maybe he won't be you know a guy in Hollywood. Maybe he's going to be a proper you know magic guy like I don't know if that would work but I could see it happening yeah maybe just a special yeah and people are saying that maybe this is going to be a way for them to introduce Doctor Strange in the sequel maybe he will be the one to help him obviously because Mysterio knows a lot about magic maybe he's going to be the one to see that he is a fake magician or something that would be really cool yeah maybe 
definitely. Because um, I know that they are looking for new leads as well, so we can probably see some new characters that we haven't seen before. I think there's like a female lead as well. There's rumors about Spider Woman. And I think this movie, they actually... Yeah, they still yeah, have... There's a lot of rumors that this is going to be... Well, I think it's been confirmed already by the director that this is going to be a globe-trotting movie, so it's not only going to be set in New York. There'll be, there'll be bits in London, yeah. you know, maybe uh, places around the world, and I think that would work. Like, maybe he's going to be trying to track yeah. down Mysterio going across the world. That'd be cool. Like, I'd love to see them like that. Um, but yeah, I think... Yeah, really, really I think, cool, if anything, it? this is a casting which is so left-field that I think it could work, and I think... It is going to be interesting to see a character like Jake Gyllenhaal in the MCU because he's such a good actor. And I think it's kind of funny as well because he was going to play Spider-Man at one point. Like, I believe, or it was Spider-Man yeah. 2, um, the actor, he actually... I think it was, it was Spider-Man, Spider-Man 4, 4 back Spider-Man in... I know that in Spider-Man 2, um, the actor, he had a really bad back injury. And they were going to recast um, <laughs> Tobey Maguire with um, Jake Gyllenhaal at one point, which is weird. Like they were going to change it yeah. in between. I mean, obviously it didn't happen, but I feel like this is kind of a round-around circle that he's finally going to be in a Marvel movie. And I feel like Spider-Man, yeah. Hopefully they don't kill him. They keep living around for a while. Like I really think that they're doing a really good job. Yeah, like, like Vulture. Like, this, I mean, like, if you think about it, this phase already, we've had so many amazing villains. we had like Killmonger, we've had Thanos, we've had so many good villains. Even Hela was really good. Yeah. So like... I mean, Vulture was really good too. So I mean, I just felt like yeah, yeah Vulture was amazing. Like I feel like it out of the park, really. this this phase, and then obviously it'll be phase four when it comes out. But I believe that Marvel are doing a role with these villains, and I'm looking forward to like Thanos is amazing. So Mysterio will most likely be amazing. So you know, I think they're doing really good at this. Yeah, casting. I mean, if they just keep going down this path, then they might pull off Sinister Six. And yeah, yeah, I feel like, like if anything, I, feel... I know it's kind of hard to put that many villains into a movie because Spider-Man has suffered from it in the past. Yeah. But I believe, like, I think yeah. if they can do it slowly... Marvel could probably Yeah, I think they could off, actually do it, um, which is really good. I think that like, we could see them push it out and, you know, hopefully we get some good stuff going. So another thing that we did yeah, see was a picture of Shazam, which I think is, like, out there. I put it on my Twitter anyway. It should be on my Twitter. That was a picture that um, I believe Jer- yeah. Zachary Levi put up. He's going to be the guy that's playing Shazam in the, in the movie. And the thing I love about this photo, it feels like DC are finally getting the tone right for these solo movies. Like, we actually get to see Shazam and he's, like, drinking a slushy or something. It's really cool. Like, I like that they actually got his personality yeah. properly in this movie. And it feels like this is going to... Obviously, this is a picture. We can't really talk about it for that long. But I'm really looking forward to seeing him in the MC or MC. In the DCU, <laughs> but I'm so messed up today. So many franchises we're talking about, but yeah, I don't know, Michael. Like, what's your opinion yeah. on like Shazam? I know we've got a picture now, but what do you think about like the whole casting? And are you excited to see Shazam? Uh, I feel like from the photo, like it sets the tone properly. But for I mean, the costume for me kind of looks mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, I I think that. Zachary Levi is a great choice. I think he's a great actor, but um, for me, you know, I I don't know much. Yeah, about I guess that is the thing. Like, I don't know much about him either, but yeah, I'm looking forward to really. seeing him, you know, in the live action. And I can see what yeah. you're saying about the suit. It does look kind of goofy in the pictures, but I believe that when you see it in live yeah. action, it's probably gonna look better. Like a lot of these suits yeah. do. We still have to see it yeah. in context. And I guess he'll probably stuff, get another but... suit by the end of the movie anyway. That's what they always do with these movies. So yeah, I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to it mainly because of the kid aspect. I think this could probably be like yeah. the Spider-Man of the DCU, and it could, you know, revitalize it and make yeah. it a little lighthearted. Like I think the reason why I'm so excited for this movie, it looks lighthearted, and I'm 
really looking forward to seeing hopefully even Superman maybe in this movie like it'll be cool to see Shazam and Superman yeah. together in the movie like I think that would be a perfect ideal but obviously this is early days we don't know if it's going to suck or not but I have faith especially with the director because yeah. he's really funny on Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. I think it's the guy that did yeah. Annabelle I think it's Annabelle Creation same director so yeah he's a good director like he's done a lot of good mm. movies so he's a horror director as well so I'm looking forward to seeing if he's going to bring you know the spice here with Shazam because you know, it could be a, it could be a movie that surprises many, and it could be like the start of a new phase in the DCU, and hopefully we get back on track with a lot more movies and announcements because we we didn't have much. Like mm-hmm. I know Ackerman is coming out this this year. We don't have anything about that movie though. No pictures, nothing. So I'm looking forward to the the future yeah. of the DCU, and I feel like we could see, you know, a lot of um, movies going forward. Yeah. Okay, definitely. so I guess we could move on to some MCU stuff, and I think we've got like a John Wick thing to talk about, and that should be it. Um, so Daredevil season three, apparently, we are going to be seeing a character that's been very much regressed, and apparently, that is Bullseye. Apparently, Bullseye is going to be the main villain of Daredevil season three. Now, Michael, I don't know what's your opinion on the last couple of seasons of Daredevil, but like, are you looking forward to seeing a villain that's like one of the iconic villains for Daredevil in a movie, like in a show? I know you saw him in the movies and stuff like that, but I feel like this could be a really threatening villain. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Uh, yeah, I feel like... Um, I, I love Daredevil Season 1, and I like Daredevil Season 2. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, the Punisher aspect was probably my favorite part of that whole season, but um, Season 3, I'm really looking forward to it. If it's Bullseye, then definitely I feel like... I think um, yeah. they did a really cool villain with uh, Kingpin in the first season, which was one of his big th- threats as well. So I feel like Bullseye could be another one of those like Kingpin. Yeah, I feel like, like how really they probably will set him up is that he'll be working with the Punisher, not Punisher, with um, mm-hmm. what's his name, the Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah, I'm guessing that'll help you. Uh-huh. do it, but I'm hoping that we don't yeah. get another Electro situation now. I know a lot of people do like Electra from yeah. the comics, but in the in the show, she kind of comes across as annoying. Like I've watched the, the Defenders, I've watched Daredevil, and I feel like her character. Hopefully, it's going to take a bit of a you know pushback in this one. Yeah, but I think she's kind of really full on in that regard. Like she's a full on character. But yeah, I like I uh, didn't you know necessarily like love Electra like as like a character but i feel like you know she you know she was good with what she was given but um i i don't know i feel like if they bring her back a little bit it would be interesting to see um how they would do it but bullseye i mean i'm looking for more to that yeah i feel like if anything it's probably gonna be lying within how the show shapes up and i think probably should be getting some footage from it soon i think it's been done for a while so i believe the reason why yeah. They, I think they put a picture out with like a, I think it was like a set photo or something, and they had like a shirt that had the Bullseye logo on it, so yeah. that's what it was. So I feel like if anything, yeah. this is a good way to end. Hopefully this is the final season. I think after three seasons, I think that should be enough for Daredevil in a way. And they finish before it gets a bit too, yeah. you know, becomes like an arrow or something like that, where it just goes on for too bloody long. Um, okay, so I think we're going to move on to the last new story of the day and this is something that I actually am excited about um, so apparently this is came out of nowhere so John Wick 3 apparently is going to be uh, another movie where Halle Berry appears now I know that she was in Kingsman 2 
which he didn't do much. A lot of people hate that movie because he doesn't get to do much. He's only in it for like five minutes or something. But apparently she is going to be a main character in John Wick 3. And now we don't know if she's going to play the villain. But I feel like this is a cool thing to go. Like, I think she's playing an assassin, I believe, who will be after. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she's going to team up with John Wick. But we know that at the end of John Wick 2, he was basically under attack by the whole of New York. So we have no idea how that's going to play yeah. out. But I really think this is cool. Like, I really think Halle Berry is an actor, actress that they never really allowed her to succeed outside of the X-Men movies like I'm just thinking she got her Oscar and she didn't really do much after and I feel like she's kind of wasted in Hollywood movies a lot and I feel like if they could make her maybe a main villain or maybe a character that's going to help her out I think this could be a movie where she succeeds like I don't know what your opinion on Kingdom was but I didn't really like Kingdom at all and I feel like her appearance in that was just wasted so what's your whole opinion on this like I don't know your opinion on John Wick either I don't know if you've talked about it on here um yeah i mean john wick has been one of the franchises that have just been stayed consistent i really enjoyed the whole um like atmosphere of that those movies um and like i agree i mean king she was kind of wasting kingsman too but i mean that had that movie had a lot more problems than just her but um i feel like the because i just i feel like she, like you i feel like she's just an underused actress like she gets some oscar buzz here and there but then she just goes to do seeing some of these pointless roles that you know don't really exactly make sense all the time but um i mean i feel like if she were to play like an assassin like you said like that could be interesting to see um her i mean i would like to see maybe a spinoff movie for her if she, like if she would be really good yeah in this movie, i feel like um, if anything an assassin, but, i could see where they're going yeah. i think they want to expand upon the john wick universe because that was one of the best elements of the yeah. two movies like they had a lot of good world building that didn't feel forced and I feel yeah. like if anything having her a big actress like her into a role would be awesome like, I would love to see maybe even a female villain in a John Wick movie we haven't really seen that before like I know that yeah. we did have Ruby Rose who I believe is actually returning for yeah. John Wick 3 I don't know how the hell she survived getting killed in John Wick 2 but apparently she is going to be returning I, I believe knows. that they also confirmed that the movie will be set in New York so it's going to be focused in New York so that's going to be cool um I do believe that they added even yeah. some people from the raid. I think some of the actual uh, people that did a lot mm. of the fighting stuff in the raid two and one are going to be in this movie. I think they were in yeah. uh, the Force Awakens as well, so they're going to be main characters as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing them fight against Keanu Reeves because those are the best elements of the John Wick movie, the, the fight scenes and everything like that. I don't know where they're going to go with yeah. this, but I am ready day one. I believe that the movie just started filming yeah, and it should too. be out around May time next year. I believe so we don't have long to uh, wait may may 17 20 yeah we don't have long to wait into another um, week, which kind of feels weird like i feel like this is one of these only action movie franchises that kind of still works and doesn't feel forced in that regard that i feel like a lot of the other movies do um that come out now like yeah. i believe that like the action is crazy um i even think it's directed by the john wick guy yeah. his brother anyway so we're gonna no deadpool's the deadpool director his brother so I'm looking forward to seeing oh, what they're yeah. gonna add to this, but yeah, I think this is cool. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, guys, I think that's it for this yeah, week. We don't really have much to talk about um, in terms of news, really. There hasn't been anything, but we should be back next time, and we will be back with a really important movie, another MCU movie actually. And I believe, well, I believe it's gonna be MCU. Or is it gonna be no Jurassic World that comes out soon as well? Jurassic World Two. We'll probably do an episode on that. We got Incredibles, Incredibles 2 coming out too. Yeah, so we got uh, a lot of movies to talk about yeah. um, in the coming weeks. But I just want to yeah. say thank you to Micah for joining us today. 
Yeah, definitely. It was uh, it was interesting to see like different points of view on yeah. Solo because uh, I wasn't yeah, a big fan, I but like you enjoyed it. It makes so the episode cool. a bit more interesting when we still have varied opinions upon it. I just want to say, guys, if you're interested in yeah. Comic Converse, go and check the website out. I should be putting the podcast up on there, um, and I also should be posting a lot more on the Nerdcast Twitter. I'm trying to get that sorted. Um, but yeah, this should be live on streaming services across the world. Go and follow us at Nerdcast Network. Follow us at Comic Converse. And Michael, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Geek Review Seven. Okay, cool. On Twitter and at at uh, Geek Reviews on. So you don't YouTube have any well. content um, planned? Are you going to be doing a review for Solo on your channel, or it's going to be? Relaxed. Yeah, uh, solo. Uh, I just put my Deadpool two review up. We're doing so. I'm gonna do solo, and um, and obviously we're we got a release date for my movie, so we're going to put that in the uh, film festival here locally, um, and that's gonna be in October. So we're putting a trailer out sometime in August. So uh, I'll have to send everyone um, a trailer so that they can like do a reaction or a review for it and see how excited they are for it. So. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. We're, um, we had a lot of fun shooting this movie and, um, we also, I mean, I have a lot of, we'll have a lot more content coming up on Geek Reviews as well. So, uh, please just stay tuned for everything and, uh, yeah, stay tuned to Nerdcast as well. We'll uh, right. do as many reviews as we can. All right then. So I guess we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you Bye. guys.